When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone. It is Red Mem Radio. I am Paul Meach, and I'm joined this week by Christopher Pajak. Hi there. This is right. <laughs> give, give people a few more bars of your hot uh, Roy Hudson impression. No, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just double that up in the edit, like 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 meep to meep meep in a Yeah, um, I always think about podcasts. And I always think about people who, who come to our podcasts new and fresh for the first time. Um, but that being said, I really want to ask about the start to last week's podcast because it started with with the. I'm Can we have some context? Tom was itchy. Tom was itchy. Okay, cool. Sound. Yeah, just, just checking. Could have well more than I did. Was to it, be fair, was it like, a few more. It was a good thirty seconds of itchiness beforehand. Not, not as much singing, but more the literally itching. Last week's podcast brought in association with scabies. Um, <laughs> kickoff question this week comes from Jack Cole. Uh, add one player, one past player that you've seen regularly into the current squad. Who would it be and why? Prime time. I'd have Zabi or Gerard special shout to Suarez too. Well, basically, Jack Cole's pretty much hit all of the all of the the decent answers to that question, uh, particularly for our generation. Have you yeah. gone for anyone different? No. Is it Steven Gerrard? It is. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I. Yeah. I mean, is the is, he's the right answer? Yeah. I was thinking about I was thinking about the Suarez thing because we 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 were just talking about in the office yesterday. I think how I'd love just love Suarez back. You're like you're not, you know. This is like prime Suarez. I'd love prime Suarez. You're not going to get prime Suarez because he's not prime Suarez anymore, and he would be a significantly worse player now if you were to get him back in the summer, say. Um, but just having him as your next option, having him as like the, the next study to Roberto Firmino, I don't think he would be. I think he would be. I, think I, I don't. I, I don't. I don't. I really don't. I think he. They could fit in the same team. Okay. Well, one of them in the ten, one of them centre forward. Yeah, on, absolutely. Uh, Scores well, more goals than Bobby. Yeah, and and well, and is and yeah. his not, I don't think last season Prime but, Suarez does. does yeah, but that's, 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 that's not what we're talking about. Well, I think uh, certainly then if he if he's not Prime Suarez, he's the understudy for the. I'm not sure he is, and actually I'm not sure he is because. Yeah. I think he still does get more goals than Roberto Firmino. He certainly got more goals, I'd say, this season than Roberto Firmino. And if you were to throw Firmino in the 10, he got Suarez up front. Sad. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like he's not used to playing in a front three either. Yeah. It's not like he's not used to being the main man. Yeah. He can certainly let Salah be the main man still. He's had three years of that or whatever at Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. I'd still take him back now. Yeah. But the answer is Steven Gerrard. And the answer is Steven Gerrard because... 
prime Steven Gerrard could fill in any way you needed. And I actually would have him for that number 10 position behind Roberto Firmino. You know, when he linked up with Torres that season from the number 10, I'd have him there. But then if there was an injury crisis, you just drop him back, ask him to be the quarterback or ask him to be a box-to-box midfielder. Whereas I actually think this team right now could do with a Zabby where where someone moves the ball really, really quickly to get you on. But Stephen Gerrard can do that as well mm-hmm. and do the other stuff. So that's why I'd go Gerrard over Zabi. I was thinking about it and what the Gerrard that I want is that just, you know, just running, striding up the pitch with the football or overlapping people and what have you. And he definitely did that in the, that season with, with Torres. But I'm just thinking that, like, if you, if let's say we've settled on 4 2 3 1 this season as our formation and Genie Ryan Album's been exceptional, exceptional, but Gerrard and Fabinho as a midfield too. <laughs> Would basically no, you would we win every game of football? So what are you doing there? Then are you playing who's, exactly who's the, the team that we're so Shaka- up staying the ten? So Lallana on the right, or Shakiri? Well, he played on the right last time. Yeah, yeah. Shakiri um, from the right. Yeah. So the, both times we've done it, Lallana's played. Yeah, hasn't he? Right or left? No. Didn't he play the left hand side the other last week? He played when we played Red Star. Yeah, didn't he play left or was that Huddersfield where he played left? He played left wing Huddersfield, didn't he? Yeah. But anyway, the um yeah, no, I'd be down because this is the thing as well, if we've played him in the if we like the Suarez thing, we like play him as an understudy. We as we've done every summer, we just find a way of playing more attacking players. We just have five we just have five forwards. I like the idea of Gerard behind Salamane and Firmino. Go ahead. That, that's, that's it. You, yeah, you're why, winning why the not? league. Yeah, why not? Why not indeed? Um, right, let's kick on with the news and brief then. Uh, reports in Turkey that Besiktas wants to give Karius back and take Origi have been completely and utterly... Um, no refunds. Uh, yeah, I've just been, <laughs> I've been poo-pooed by Dom King. Um, he's just said it's, to- it's basic, it's total bollocks. I think, they, again, they're apparently coming out of Turkey. Um, this feels like, there's, I don't think Karius is properly settled in Besiktas, I don't think everyone's, everyone's made up with him, but well, Don King says Besiktas are happy with him, yeah. so that's that's why it's it's. it's there was rumours of him not being in the start 11 this week, and then he obviously goes in the start 11 and and, 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 and doesn't do great. Mm-hmm. Did he concede, well he conceded an own, was it an own goal? I'm not sure if it was an own goal, but he, he decided, I think if you if you read into Steve's tweets, that he uh, he marked a man on the post, he yeah. was offside, I know stay, he's, he's stay, stay, like, stay but, agenda whore, yeah. um, literally is an agenda whore, um, yeah, so that, I wouldn't put too much stock in this at all he's on a two year loan there's no there's no way he's coming back to Liverpool but also <laughs> my immediate reaction was I, 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 I like Loris Carius he's sound I think he's fine I think he's I think he's a when it, if his head's not goosed but then caveat all you want I think he's better than Mignolet but I just don't want that circus anywhere near us anymore I'm fine for it no one's having a debate about the goalkeeper the situation thing. if you had the choice you're never taking him back if he comes back I'll support him yeah absolutely um, Alan Sugar has bitten back at Jamie Carragher after they were talking about Spurs on Monday Night Football um, Carragher was basically saying that he thinks Pochettino's overachieved and if Spurs want to achieve anything really in the league then they're going to have to spend big um, Alan Sugar has basically said that no he believes in the in the, the work that Pochettino's done the youth policy yada 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 Carragher's not wrong. Did you here. did you watch the Carragher Neville argument last night about no. it after after the match? Well, I did, and I find myself agreeing with Gary Neville and agreeing with Jamie Carragher on this, and they were both complete like ends of the spectrum. So Carragher's talking about how you know they need to be able to go and do more. This net spend that they've had of twenty nine million since Pochettino's been manager isn't enough if you want to win the Premier League. If they want, if they're happy with fourth, then they're doing fine. Mm-hmm. But they shouldn't be. They've got the best squad that they've ever had. They've got the best team they've ever had, and they've got the best head coach that they've probably ever had. Yeah. So back him. 
is yeah. Carragher's point. And Gary Neville's argument is, well, they're spending 500, 600 million on a stadium. They've got the budgets. They clearly can't work outside of those budgets. And, I, and to a point, Gary Neville's right as well. Mm-hmm. But when these budgets were drawn up for the new stadium and all that, the telly deal isn't the telly deal that they're in now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that extra money maybe could have gone. Yeah. Now, I don't know a club's finances, but I'm some, somewhere in the middle where I agree with Carragher and I agree with the budget side of things as well. Yeah. They do need they they can achieve great things that Tottenham side, but they're on the precipice, aren't they? They are. I was thinking about this: that they are Dortmund, they are Borussia Dortmund, except that they're in a league where five teams can can win it. You know, they would be finishing if they were if they were in Germany with that model, that team, and all that. They would be first or second, pretty much every season. But it's ludicrous the quality of the Premier League. Carragher's right because we know it's right. The the biggest wage bill wins the Premier League more often more often than not. and they, um, they're abs- they're just, they are absolutely fine. The thing that's worth considering is that, because we're talking about Liverpool investing, we've sold heavily in the yeah. last few years, so a lot of our budget has come from selling players. Spurs haven't done that, and that's in doing that, that's how they've maintained their level as well, because, let's be honest, you could sell Harry Kane for £200 million, go, they, go They've spend- tried that, and they'll be scared of getting the fingers burnt again, because they did that with Bale, yeah. and they didn't really invest that money wisely after the fact. Yeah. Not in the first couple of seasons, certainly. Yeah. So that's why they're not doing that, I think. Yeah. But they, I think they also got a belief in that side that they can achieve special things. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with having belief in your players yeah. and backing your players it, and backing it, your manager in that way. They will they'll spend money now. They'll, they'll end up having to spend money at some point, because if they slip out the top four, then that's a very hard thing, going to be a very hard thing to get back into. But the problem, they, the precipice they're on is... If they do, they could slip out of top four this season, and they're also due to sell someone because someone's going to start to agitate out of Ericsson, Kane, Ali, Son, probably you know what I mean, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then you're in a situation where you're selling one of your best players, and you're not in the Champions League anymore, and that's a very slippery, very slippery slope. But good to see Alan. Alan Sugar's not not dead yet. Um, Mark, uh, say we want Iker Munayin on a free. I would be. Absolutely bang up for this. 25 years old, left winger, Basque, love a, love a Basque me. Free transfer. A free transfer. Yes, please. Yeah, this would be an exceptional piece of business. It's Barca though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's not the Metro, so, you it, know. It, it's the Spanish Metro. Yeah, well, no, that's that's done the ballon. I think there's more than one. They're terrible. <laughs> Marker, Marker the, I can never get it right. Marker the, the Madrid Bar- or the Barca one. Don Ballon, I think, of the Madrid. Don Ballon are just, Don Ballon's just an invented oh, website. <laughs> Is um, that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think, they're, the, I think they're the Barca one. Marker like the daily star of... of yeah, I mean the point is he is available on a free transfer if he doesn't get a contract signed. So yeah, Liverpool absolutely go and get involved with all that. Um, and the other one, which is, I mean, that's I think there's more to that than this. Usman Dembele uh, apparently is is surplus to requirements. He's been told to find another club if you believe the reports. Mm. And you know, hi, yeah, us, <laughs> we're over here. This is this is exactly it though. But there's two left wingers, and I am. All in on Liverpool needing another guy who can play on the with pace who can play on the left wing. I don't want to see Adam Lallana play on the left wing ever again for Liverpool. I don't want to see Roberto Firmino play on the left wing ever again for Liverpool. Um, I wouldn't, you know, to the point where the the ten minute cameo I saw of Naby Keita play there against West Ham first game of the season has him up higher in the packing order as far as I'm concerned. Talk about it for ages. You want a young or young or whatever. You want another good player. If you can go and get a 25 year old, great. But if not, if you can go and get one of the hot prospects in World Footy, oh, you 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 absolutely would. Yeah. Of course you would. Like I mean, 
I think Klopp would quite fancy Dembele in that. Well, he know. did that. He was joking, wasn't he, in his press conference when he said that players on the market is available. Hmm, then yes, never went I think on, yeah. you know you can joke and still be serious at the same time, can't you? You know what I mean. Yeah. I, I genuinely think he'd like to rebuild his career, and you know you've got the raw assets there. Yeah. That you you if you do get it right, then you've got a 150 million pound player again. Yeah, absolutely. There's always that guy, isn't there, who is the fourth or fifth choice in Barca's front three, and it never quite works out for him. Now, often that player is someone who's like prime age, like Alexis Sanchez, for example, or Pedro. Um, he's a kid. And he, you know, he, he's been he obviously having come from Dortmund. Whether I don't even know if Klopp's ever had any involvement with him, but the point is, he's been at Dortmund, a DNA of a football club, which Jurgen Klopp created. So there'll be something, there'll be something in there that uh, intrinsically Jurgen would like. Yeah, all over that. Um, nothing in that right now, by the way, other than he might be available and Jürgen once joked that he would he would be interested uh, but Anver Hill uh, on Twitter said still going to send me though can't you absolutely uh, with the links to Dembele resurfacing would you prefer him to Pulisic um, I the, the only thing that puts me off Pulisic and it, is the pace thing mm-hmm. you know what I mean so I think if it was a, a toss up between the two of them I would probably edge my bet on Dembele more because he's got that same pace yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm the same as that. We we talked about this before. It was, as far as Christian Pulisic goes, you are getting a uh, you're busy winning America by buying him. He's got to be good enough to live up to that, live up to the hype. And I was uh, talking to Grant Wall over the summer about that, and he said that this is the thing with him is that at the minute it's still all potential. You know, there's all this talk about him being the great hope of, of American soccer, and um, he's just not there yet. You know, he's a very, very tidy player indeed. But I agree. It just in the for what we need. I mean, it depends. It depends what what do we need? Do we want? Because do we? We don't really need. We don't really use Mane like a. You know, he's got the pace, which helps. But it's not like we use him as a searing left winger per se. But I think having the option makes a big difference. I was talking to the, the Toffee TV lads, and like, look, Walcott's not great, but he finds himself in so many good positions because he's dead quick. And if you can get somebody who's, who's got that dead quickness and they've got the intelligence and they've got the ability you to be molded, most of like what Sterling does for Manchester City, yeah. you know, he can go inside and take a shot or he can go outside, hit the byline and just knock a five-yard sweaty goal in yeah. for somebody else, you know yeah. what I mean? And Dembele gives you those as well and I think Mane gives you that as well. Yeah. I think if you see more of Liverpool in a 4-2-3-1, Pulisic makes, makes more sense to mm-hmm. me. Um I could see him as a David Silva-esque player pulling the strings from just on the edge of the area later down in his career. Yeah, I, I think we've, uh, we, were talking to, we were talking about this, in fact, on the Red News Roundup show last week, talking about players that we were talking about uh, Kerem Demirbay and saying how he, he doesn't score enough goals to be the attacking midfielder necessarily that we need and we tend to find with Klopp is that unless you've got ludicrous pace, you do get moved back a row in the team, so you, you rely more on the technical attributes. So, yeah, you're right. I'm not saying Pulisic's slow because he's not, he's quick, but you're right. The only other issue with this is that, and I think they're both left footers, um, which wouldn't naturally suit how we play on the, the left hand side, but I'm all up. I'm all it's up for options. That, I know. love an I option. Think it's, it's worth for 100 years, I'm sure it could work again. <laughs> yeah, sad. Um, <laughs> Ryan Giggs would be definitely be a right winger in the modern in he the modern be, game. Wouldn't wouldn't he, yeah. Um okay, yeah, if you want more Did, did Robin on... change this? Was it was it just Robin? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. Just like okay. Yeah. There's a well, there's, there's a few there's a there's a few under, but yeah, sure. 
why not? Let's 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 say it's Iron Robin and Frank Ribery for the sake of for the sake <laughs> of argument. Um, yes, watch the Red News Roundup show on the RedmenTV.com this week. Steve Hoard is back in the hot seat for that one, talking about all of these rumors and a whole lot more in more depth and detail. I, I suspect the focus on the Munayin thing um, will definitely be worth checking out. Um, there's another little bit with Steve Hoard coming up later in the podcast as well. Let's get into it then, Chris. I, I was going to do. We we're going to talk about Cardiff. We've done the final word show again. So if you want, if you want sixty minutes on that. That's there on the website. Um, we'll touch a little bit on that, but I think obviously the story's kind of moved on since the weekend with the Man City Spurs game last night. But it was nice to be top. Yeah, for a bit. Yeah, back to joint top now, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, I mean that. That's. It looks like it's going to need 100 points to in the Premier League this season. It's yeah. ridiculous. Trust Liverpool to do it the one year that five teams pulled a finger off the arse, by the way. every year. Every year we get our shit together. There's always another team that has its shit together. We never well, get Why to... couldn't we get it right in 2015, 16? No, honestly. Well, not... Well, yeah. 20, yeah, any of those other seasons. Like it's the really Leicester good. year. Why couldn't we just get it right that year? Yeah, honestly, like it's 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 genuinely ridiculous. How no, no. It? Chelsea have to be on one of their up years instead of a down. Yeah. Tottenham have to be the same as last year and playing well. Bloody Manchester City are about to break, maybe break a record again. Yeah, their own record from last year. It's just fucking annoying, isn't it? Yeah, like yeah. absolutely really? ridiculous. It's got all the hallmarks of us being top again at Christmas. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and not winning and being well, who the, only... the three teams that were top of Christmas <laughs> and didn't win the Premier League. Liverpool. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, it's got that. It's so it's so annoying. I mean, the, the good thing is, one of the things we've been discussing a lot lately is about this the, the points to the goal difference thing. What we did with that win at Cardiff was, I mean, we got the goals. We we kind of we, we did leave it late. No sense in being cheerless about it. We got we, we added three to our goal difference, which is which is a positive thing for sure. Close but, the gap by two, didn't we? Yeah, but this is what it was. This is what it was all about. That we could that could have been a frustrating afternoon, and you can see that Man City are going to keep winning. The the oldest, what Liverpool have just got to do is just just keep winning football matches. Yeah, we do, and you've just got to keep on putting the pressure on, haven't you? It's so cliched for a reason because it's true, isn't it? But it's Manchester City side haven't dropped off since last season. Mm-hmm. They they haven't at all, and they've got the squad that they could get better and better. You know, the Mares addition I think is a, is a very very clever addition. He's such a good player. I mean, he gets the goal last night, doesn't he? That mm-hmm. breaks the deadlock and wins them the game. And it's one of them. If we can, if we lose this league on goal difference, of course I will be frustrated as hell. But without having a steady defence, I don't think we'd have had the same points as well. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So if we can close a 25-point gap in one season, then basically the next year we win by 25 points. <laughs> that, yeah, that's perfectly sound logic for me. Um, I really like I'm so, the really encouraging thing going into this period and why there's so many shades of last season, but even better, in the form of Shaqiri and Fabinho. It's... It, I think Shaqiri's had... We've had glimpses of Shaqiri ever since he, he pulled on the red shirt. He's looked like he's going to be a player for us. Fabinho is one that's been a bit of a, a slower burn and we might yet see him, you know, he might well come out the team for a couple of weeks and we just don't We just don't know. But right now, we're it does feel like this side is evolving. Um, and Shaqiri and Fabinho are a, a, a big part of that. Yeah, they are. And, you know, whether it's by design or not, I'm not 100% sure. Um, I think you know this two-man midfield certainly 
seems to suit us at the moment with the injuries that we've got. And you think about when well, does Naby Keita come back into the side? Where does he play in mm. that midfield? And can he take? Is it Genie's role that he takes the more the slightly more box to box player? But yeah. then equally, when I watch the game back. I'm not sure Genie was the box-to-box player. Mm. I think Fabinho was more of the box-to-box player. So we're evolving and these lads are just getting used to this formation and used to playing with each other in this formation. The la- the fact that Chikiri's a, a, a genuinely viable option is absolutely brilliant. Fabinho, exactly the same. The fact that no team knows what we're going to do up front anymore because we don't know as fans which way around <laughs> we're going to set up, whether we're going to play three up top with Firmino in the nine or him in the ten. It just gives us options and that makes it so much more difficult for anyone to game plan for us it was interesting I got asked um, where I made uh, deluded Google and DM me on Twitter and said can you just give us a, a little top line on how Liverpool are playing this season and what, they, what they're doing and I was like that's bored well we're just they going well, we're going we're winning games without playing anywhere near our best we've been playing 4-3-3 for a year and now we've just started playing 4-2-3-1 uh, we had Firmino generally up front, but now we've got Salah up front. Um, yeah, take of that, take from that what you will, because I've got no, I've got no idea. I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, and we'll, we'll talk about the Arsenal game a little bit later on. But yeah, I mean that's that again. This is the credit because Naby Keita starts the season and uh, he's fine. James Milner starts the season and he's brilliant. Genie Van Alden starts the season and he's brilliant, but. Just but whether it's by again, as you say, whether by plan or by uh, conspiracy of circumstance, we're in a position now where I would look at Liverpool's team and I, I mentally, four two three one is now the formation that Liverpool play in my head. Do you know how happy that makes me? Feel yeah, absolutely. Best. <laughs> Three years. Three years. Come on. Um, but it is, you know, and and that's that's a really exciting thing. And the re- the, the the double exciting thing is. You can play four three three, and we're still more yeah. than capable of winning most football matches. I think that that's the point, isn't it? And for me, you know, I've sat here for the best part of three months now since the start of the season, whatever it's been since the start of the season, and said, I think Manchester City will win the Premier League because I think they're better set up to win against all the other teams. Mm-hmm. And I think four two three one makes us better against the other teams in this league. And I think we'll see 4-3-3 against sides like Manchester City, against Tottenham Hotspur and against your Chelsea's because that quick transition that we do works better in the 4-3-3. But if you want to dominate the ball, have that extra deeper line midfielder, Mm -hmm. let us build up through triangles from the consolidation phase to the penetration phase and then into the finishing phase of the football pitch. And that's what you want to be able to do, mm-hmm. and that's what we're able. That's what we're able to do now with this. You look mm-hmm. like you don't know what I'm talking about. I just had a wonderful vision of you describing your Saturday evening using those <laughs> consolidation <laughs> phase. Well, the first of all is the build-up phase. <laughs> then there's the consolidation phase. Then the penetration phase. Then I've just jizzed on your tits face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well there you go. Yeah, there it is. There it is. <laughs> and you got night. You said night, but you meant daytime. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, the, well, listen. That's for me. We. we we just look really good at the moment, and that and that's good. And I think that we're scoring a couple of goals has eased a lot of pressure, and eases a lot of nerves as well. Because I don't, I don't know what people will complain about next. Is the is the thing that I'm sure there'll be something. Marino again, yeah. Why not? Carrius coming back, Lallana, whatever. We have got an international break loom, and we we start to start. Can we actually people watching and listening? Can we start to get our our shouts in for what the international break fume will most likely be about this time? Injuries? Sure. Why not? Um, Fabinho injured. 
I um, can't play the four-two-three-one. Back to four-three-three. Important lesson to be learned from Monday night, and I, I tweeted this before the game, and it was spot on. Um, you just don't never back Spurs to do anything. No, I mean Arsenal fans will tell you they spares it up all the time, yeah. and Lamella spares it up. <sighs> Eric Lamella, mate. Eric, come on, mate. That's your chance. That's your golden opportunity. Just stick it in the back of the net and make us all happy. It, it's a bobble. Yeah, well, it, yeah, well, it will do, won't it? He literally <laughs> plays on a on a brown bobble. That's uh, what the whole thing that, was. The whole uh, surface. You know, I've with I've, an NFL badge lightly scrubbed out underneath. It's very similar to what Glastonbury looks like after three <laughs> days of Glastonbury. To be honest, is what that pitch looks like. Except it's not NFL on the floor; it's baggies. But anyway, what? A, yeah, well, in spares, well, in spares, you gang of pricks. Um, I. Yeah, like I said, I went into it with no expectation, but I did think, you know, this is this is how the season was set up, and this is what we'd done. And there was, I, they had that corner with the it was the last kick of the game, and I just thought we could be about to watch something here, like a really pivotal moment. And I thought, don't do it to yourself, don't give Spurs that much credit, because listen, don't get me wrong, Spurs could Spurs could be a team that could come to Anfield later in the season and beat us, and that that'll, that'll be a thing because they are, and that's that's what gets you, that's what sucks you in. As I see Spurs and I look at them there, and I look at the, the general start of the season, I look at the quality of the team, and I look at this, and I look at Harry Kane. He was a bag of shit. He was terrible, wasn't he? And I and I look at it and I think, God, this could be the moment. This could be the chance. This is the opportunity. A good team taking on Manchester City on their own turf, mud, mud. Um, and then no spares absolutely went in fucking spares. Um, and the thing is, one nil I think flatters spares a little bit to be honest as well. Aguero should Aguero's got a great chance, hasn't he? David Silva decides to in our in our current parlance wank it to death instead of just scoring. Um, so it was it wasn't quite as close as maybe the scoreline suggests. Like, but so annoying, Chris. I just want I just want Man City to lose a game of football. And everyone, because all just needs. I mean, weirdly, I'm still less asked about Chelsea, and I shouldn't be. I mean, only because there's, there's now a little bit of breathing room between those very minute breathing, breathing room. I think this whole league will take a big, deep sigh of relief if, when Manchester City actually lose a game, and I think everyone will be able to enjoy the whole experience more because who beats them? It's gonna be someone random. It, 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 it's either gonna be Chelsea. Or it's going to be one of those mad games of football where last season it took a stale and 96th, 97th minute winner. That this season they'll just they'll draw it, or they'll do, or they'll you know, or they'll just someone will do, someone will stick a mad one in against them, and that'll that'll be it. But we've got three teams unbeaten in the Premier League, Chris. It's ten games in. I can't. I cannot breathe. I am not enjoying this season because how are you meant to how are you meant to enjoy it. You're not supposed to. Well, we only got the yeah. No. I, the only enjoyment we got was this weekend was we got to win and we had two days of dreaming that Man City might lose. I mate, I turned the City game on, thirty seconds they scored, I turned it off again, and then the kids went to bed, uh, and then I put the second half on, and I just I just ruined me night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, I was doing I was doing some bits for the stats and tactics show, so it was only on, like you know what I mean, yeah. and. I, I was watching. I was catching up on Bake Off, to be honest. Well, I had a fair so play. Fine, like, like, you, yeah. need, you need to because you know it's the final. Lumen, who do you reckon? Mm, I'm not sure. The one I thought would win went out last week. Yeah, and and 
what's the what's the guy's name? The the just just want to give him a cuddle. The lovely little fella who now I'm just so bored of his misery. Yeah, whatever his name is. Uh, yeah, you're as heartless as my wife. I mean, she said that last week. She's like, oh, will you just fucking smile? Oh, will you just cheer up? You know, cheer up. <laughs> I anyway. just want to give him a cuddle, Paul. <laughs> anyway, I think he's fantastic. Yeah, no, I could have given him a cuddle a few he, weeks ago. I, now I, he just I needs swear to down, he's got some shit in his nostrils though. He's just walking around like he smells something bad all the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe. Um, right. <laughs> We're going to move on to Arsenal in a moment. Before we do, last week Chris sat down with our good friend and host of the Red News Roundup show and uh, the man that brings behind uh, Reed Liverpool FC, Mr. Steve Hall, uh, to talk about a whole wide range of topics. He's so much better than I thought he was. Yeah. Like These slide roll passes that he's playing, the one to Robertson for the fifth hole, they're Coutinho-esque. Yeah. The ball in for Salah again, two, two assists to Salah. He is. He's found the way to link up with Mo Salah that nobody else in the side's been able to do this season. It's, it's a bonus, isn't it? Go stand next to the good lad and give him it loads, and it'll help. And I thought the pass to Robertson was amazing for the first one. I thought that was unbelievable. And I like say, it's hard to judge him because I just remember him. Although I did watch him at Bayern and Inter, it was more like on the Champions League highlights or highlight shows. You were used to seeing him for Stoke. And to, with all you know, he looks up and he's not going to play a slide rule to Peter Crouch, is he? No. He's not. You know, he, 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 he's, he's not going <laughs> to get that. You know, you know. The, or they had Juve up front, who was more of a runner than a, someone who's going to get on the end of anything. So it was. It was almost when he got around the box, he'd just take a shot, and you don't blame him because a lot of them went in. And you look around him, and you like, who's he going to pass it to? But when he's when he can spot those runs, I agree. I thought he's. I thought he would be more a winger than he is. I mm. thought he was a get it down, get a ball, and cross it, or you know, free kicks and stuff. He's actually very. You can see why the bonus of him of getting him in the middle of the in the pitch. Uh, yeah, you can get that um, more from that on the RedmenTV.com. Always very very good stuff. Um, there's, there's an amazing back. You're building up quite the back catalogue of the who's who of of, of people. Of journalists and influencers. Yeah. yeah, it's good, man. It's 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 probably one of my favourite shows to do because I don't have to give my opinion. Mm-hmm. I just get to like basically interview people about their opinions about Liverpool, and you come away. I think I think sometimes you know. Me and you have got similar views on the football for maybe eighty five percent of the time or something, but speaking to other people, yeah, is always just it just broadens your horizons, doesn't it? So it's really it's always really interesting. It's topical as well, but there's always a section of evergreen content for every show, so you actually can go back and watch the ones with Mel Reddy talking about being like. You know, a female journalist in a male-dominated industry, and you could go back and, and and look at some of the echo journalists that have spoken about just about what they have to do on a yeah. daily basis and stuff. So that interesting stuff. Yeah, brilliant. Loads and loads of great stuff on there. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. 
Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Um, so we will crack on then. Arsenal, um, I'll level with you, Chris. I, I'm excited for this game. I really am, because I think it's, it's good to test yourself against good sides and what have you. It's helped, I think, a little bit that they stumbled last week against Crystal Palace. But all that being said, I re- when you see that Chelsea just dispatched them, I mean, eventually, uh, Man City dispatched them right at the start of the season, I, I think I'd have rather have just got them out the way now with the gift of hindsight. I don't like Arsenal, this Arsenal with a little bit of tailwind behind them coming to this. I, I want broken Arsenal. I want uncertain Arsenal. I don't want... I don't want happy Arsenal. I don't want Arsenal who know they can score goals. Yeah, they, they are happy at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That's true. Because, really, what what was Wenger's overriding strategy of getting into the top four? If you could break it down... Be the least shit of the good teams. And by that, how would he do in the top six battles? Lose them. Yeah. But he'd beat the Drosh. Okay. Right now... I'm not sure Arsenal can say they're any different. They're playing much a, a nice brand of football. Shock horror, Arsenal play a nice brand of football. Mm. Defensively weak. Shock horror, mm-hmm. Arsenal are defensively weak. <laughs> yeah. They just what's pass it changed? Out. They pass it out from the goalkeeper now. What's, yeah, what's, 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 what's actually changed? Yeah. Not much. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're a good side and they've got quality players. Those quality players are all there, yeah. by the way. Yeah. And they've got a good manager. They had a good manager. Interesting. No, it's an interesting point. I think, yeah, they, what they're doing is, yeah. Which which all means that if they get beaten by us again, it's now same old, same old. Yeah. Because they can pass it off it's early in the season. Yeah. But if we beat them, fucking hell, it's just the same as last year. Yeah. I, I, and I, that's when the wheels start to fall off. I must admit, I didn't watch the policy. I didn't see the, like, the, the Zaha penalty decision. But um, I, I was kind of, I, I thought it was funny how if they'd lost the Palace and then went on to lose to us, you could see it'd be crisis time all of a sudden and that run of whatever it was 11 wins or something that they had count for count for nothing because you're only ever as good as the, as the, as the last game and what have you I think they'd look they're a danger and, of course they are and they're a, they're a danger because Arsene Wenger planned this and it's funny how it, you know, Emery's getting all the credits and look I'm not saying no credit for Emery because he's obviously got them playing he's got them he's got them playing together fine and Arsenal were a bit were still up and down last year but They've gone for a Hail Mary in the transfer market, and that was to get as many good players in that side as possible. And you know, the it's not a bad Hail Mary, really. Well, no, is it? no, no, God, if you're going to do something, it's like, it's a bit like what Man United did in getting the Mourinho in. It's short term thinking, it needs a bit more. You know, we're not going to see the true Arsenal probably for, for another year or, mm. or two years, really, of, of, of building. But in terms of covering over the uh, you know, smoothing over the cracks in the meantime, having Aubameyang, having Lacazette. Signing Ezel down for a, to, to the new contract and having Mkhitaryan as your attacking options, and then obviously they've, 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 they've managed to get a tune out of a Wobi, who I think is a good player. It's obviously tricky, good pace as well. They've got the options to beat, and I think that's where why I remain hopeful in this game is they've got good quality players that I, I think, as you say, on a day can beat the vast majority of teams because they're just better than them. But I think if if we but if we are where I believe we are, and that is we've we've transcended up to another level to a truly elite team, which is backed up by the by our goal difference. I think this season by our defensive record and by our goal scoring record, 
that is the fundamental difference between us and Arsenal. They play to me like Liverpool in 13-14. They play like Liverpool in the first season under Jurgen Klopp, maybe a bit of the second season as well. They're just not the finished. They're not no, the finished they're, they're not. And you know, you can catch them on a good weekend and you'll get your, your trousers pulled down, quite yeah. frankly. But I think when two sides who have very similar quality of players, that's when the tactics come through. And I think that's when Liverpool, and that's what you're talking about, Liverpool are further along the development in that regard. Is the, there is a slight fear that because, you know, making those comparisons to those Liverpool sides is that they could treat this as a one-off game. Mm. And like, we were we were very good in those, in those seasons at dragging good teams down to our level and, and beating them. Yeah, can make Thankfully, they, they don't have in. that ability to, to, to yeah. grab a game by the scruff of the neck, as it were, do they? Whereas Liverpool can box clever, Liverpool can bring you down to their level a little bit if you need to, uh, and Liverpool can hit you on the counter-attack. And ultimately, they're at home. And if Liverpool decide to play tran- quick transition football, then we've got that. And, mm-hmm. But we've also got a defence that's going to be able to soak up a lot of that Arsenal pressure for time. Yeah. It is going to be a really, really great game. And it is one I'm looking forward to. More from the fact that, not because I think we'll beat Arsenal easily, because I want to get a... a a level of where we both are yeah. and I think only by playing a side mm-hmm. can you actually get that level like Chelsea was so much better than I thought they were yeah. for playing yes. them twice in yeah, a week absolutely. and then it's like shit no actually I'm going to give all the credit in the world to Chelsea at this yeah. point because they are good Yeah, yeah no, whereas I before then I was like oh, they've just beaten a few yeah, and now just, we'll yeah, find out. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree on that. What I kind of feel this game might be like, and I, I really hope it's like, is a bit like that bit in Indiana Jones where the guy's got the swords and he's swinging it all around and doing all his acrobatics and Indiana Jones just pulls his gun out and shoots him. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, that's what I feel like Liverpool are more like this season. I think Liverpool in years gone by would have been like, flying, ha-ha, and I've got two swords too. No, I've got three swords. Um, Fuck this. No, no, we've got to go and fuck off. Get out of my way. And I like the idea of, like, you know, they'll make, Arsenal will come and I think they will, they, they will look to attack and they'll look to get the crowds up and they'll all be dead excited and they'll be buzzing. They'll be buzzing to test themselves in this game. And I do like that, the sucker punch notion. You know, there was a video doing the rounds. I don't condone, you know, people digging people on the streets. I don't know if you saw it as a fella, like, outside someone's gate and he takes his shirt off and he's got these mad gloves on and he's trying to start on this lad and he just goes, like, step off, step off, step off, and eventually he just loses it and he just catches him on the jaw with one and sparks him out completely. No, and it, it. it's, yeah, it, it's Twitter, isn't it? You know, there'll be, there'll be X number of variations on that, um, I'm sure. Um, but I, I really, I like the idea of us playing a bit of rope-a-dope in this, of us going, go on then, let's see, let's see what you got. And, you know, them trying this little qu- interchange and Virgil van Dijk just goes, nah, you're all right. <laughs> Don't go much. Nah, you're all right. Um, and, yeah, I, I'm really, really putting them down. I, do. I don't, I, I like to see the push smash game, but I would, I would be all over this being like a comprehensive 2 0 where you're scoring, you're scoring either half or... You know, a three where you score. I think, I think this has got Gag and Press Gold wrote all over it. Yeah. I think, you know, we go back to playing how we played against City last season. Oh, yeah. And you do that. It's That's like, all right, point, well, you know what, mate? You want to play it out from the back? Here come Firmino, Salah, and Mane. Yeah. See what you can do there. Right, very interesting. And the good thing is is now is that, you know, we can go back to that 4-3-3, having an industrious midfield in this game if we want to go down that way, if we want to... It's put... also worked against them last season. Really? We beat them 4-0 with Hendo, Milner and Wijnaldum, didn't the we? Big, the, the big issue will be remembering the game of the Emirates last season where we totally where we totally threw it away. But you'd like to hope... I mean, that came in a spell where we did that a few times. We obviously had the severe game as well, not too, not too far from that. Um, 
I think we're a different beast. I mean, they are as, as, as well to some extent, but I, mm-hmm. I would trust that we're a much more complete animal than, the, 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 than maybe that. But I think it's very, that's again, it's, it's exciting because I can think of two completely, like I say, there's two different approaches floated that I think could be very, very exciting and very, very potent against Arsenal. Um, I am really excited to see how the, what they do because I, I just, it'd be such a thrilling notion, I think, to take a team that's had such a good start to the season that's got so much attacking talent, and to be if you we can about? nullify that, oh right, uh, Arsenal, yeah, yeah, yeah. could, it, be could have been said that you were talking about us as well, yeah, 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 absolutely, <laughs> like, um, but this is the thing because we've had a better start to the season, we've had a better start to the season, and yet we're not, none of us is, we're none of us are pairing over how we're playing footy at the moment as well, which is still a, a still a very very exciting thing, um, but yeah, it would be nice to get those points in the bag. Um, I would like, I would, I, I, you know, don't get me wrong, I like the rope dope idea, and I like the gag and press idea. But but I also like the idea of just doing what we did to Cardiff to them and yeah. basically having 85% of the ball at their house <laughs> and fucking mullering them side to side. Yeah, yeah, there is that. Or equally, <laughs> just do it off for nothing and then just score, score from a corner and <laughs> just shut up shop for like that 85 minutes. Also, if, if Aubameyang could just go back to what he did against, was it Manchester United where he just kept it in the ball over the bar, that would be really yeah. appreciated. Absolutely super. It's interesting, isn't it? Uh, our good friend Emma Sanders at the BBC did a, an article on if the, if the league table was based on first was half that performances. Emma? Was that Emma who did that? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. yeah. That is one pointless stat, Emma. Well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. <laughs> um, but it was telling that we talk about the rope dope thing or what have you. The Arsenal, and I've had so many people have told me about this. Arsenal are there for the taking in first half of football matches. So you could, you know, that, that would suit the gag impression thing. Let them try and do their brand of football before they get settled into it. We go, we smash them. We do what we've done to Man City, as you say. We do what we've done to a number of Roma, yeah, a good example of that. Go do the business, and then, yeah. Defend, just defend for forty-five minutes would be splendid. Um, okay, questions this week uh, come from Emil, who was a subscriber to the RedmenTV.com. He's left this on our subscriber exclusive Q and A, which we do after every one of these podcasts. Um, we take more of your questions, do more of your answers, um, and this was one that he left for us. Question. A good start. Um, <laughs> always says he wants to look new signings in the eyes before making a decision and puts mentality over name first. Who are the top three players in the world? Do you think Klopp wouldn't take due to potential mentality or squad harmony problems? Neymar. Oh yeah, shout. Yeah, absolutely. He's yeah, he would be the perfect third for me. I mean, he's literally one of the top players in the world as well. You know. And I just don't think he'd go anywhere near him. I, I think it was telling. We, I think we mentioned this on the final word after PSG that he made a beeline for Mbappe and made a point of shaking his hand and saying, oh, blah, blah, blah. And he literally just went like, yeah, Kurt, Kurt nod. Like a, like, a, like a parent you're walking past on the way, on the way out of school. <laughs> like, yeah, you, I, I know you, but I don't want to talk to you. Nod, there you go. Great. I just don't think he'd suit us either. You know, he, he just wants to be the centre of... The, the attention doesn't he like he's the ringmaster of the circus almost yeah. and that's not what Liverpool are about it's not what Jürgen Klopp sides are about so for me that's pretty much the reason all three of these guys get in, get into this who is your first Pogba yeah I've got Pogba I um, I think me and Tom were discussing this uh, just yesterday I think Pogba is tremendous I, every time I watch him I think what a player but he he is the most my Neymar's another great example of this by the way I like the, he's so self-aware as to what he is as a modern footballer. He's such a modern footballer, and everything that goes around it, and it is the, it's the strong social media game, and it's all this stuff. And I think that makes him a worse footballer because that, like the penalty thing, he does that 
because he, because of the because of the attention thing. Like you know, you see that one where Usain Bolt ran the hundred meters yeah. faster than his penalty runner. Honestly, and it's like it's fine. Like, I, I thought I was watching a gif. Oh god, to be honest, yeah, with yeah, yeah, like that Zaza <laughs> one from back in the day when he did the mad run up for Italy. Yeah, I um that that kind of stuff. Like I, I keep coming back. I've said a few times on these podcasts. Eric Cantona was a fucking bellend, a massive prick. But like that whole like. He's got the collar turned up and he scores the goal and he just does arrogantly sniffs the air because he's just the best. And like, I hated him, but there was something so disgustingly, disgusting, cocky and admirable about that at the same time. Be the best and then show show it off after the fact. Pogba doing that stuff is just like, it's the it's all the hashtags and the haircuts and all the stuff that go with it that you're right. For the same reasons Neymar, it's too much about him, Pogba, the character. He's not a character. He's not a character, but he, he he's bolted on. He's like a he's yeah, he's just like a fucking avatar of a football player, isn't mm. he? It's like Ready Player One. He's just decided to oh I've I've just unlocked this new you know I've I've spent my coins on this new celebration. And it's like great, you fucking bellend. Just score the fucking penalties. Just pass the football because he's so good at football. Um, I could do an hour on how much I hate Paul Pogba to be honest. Um, but yeah, um, who was your second? Pogba. Pogba. Who's your third? Ramos. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Why not? Um, don't think Klopp would like him in the squads. I think Klopp would love I don't think he Ramos. Would. I don't think he would. Not not after seeing that video of what he was basically bullying one of the other players yeah. in, in saying and like the young lads and stuff like that. Yeah. He's a great centre-half in the same way that Pogba's a great centre midfielder and, and Ramos might be the best centre-half in the world behind one Virgil van Dijk in fact, <laughs> and Joe Gomez for that matter. But... Um, Nah, not for me. Okay. Um, Ed Nazard was the other one I picked. Ooh. Yeah, similar that thing. If Ed Nazard played to the best of his ability season in, season out, I don't think Aiden Klopp would have a problem with him, but the fact that he just decides to have a year off because, eh, because, oh, the World Cup, I'll make sure I'm fit for the World Cup, couldn't be less of a Jürgen footballer mentality than that. No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, there was that great story in in the Rafa Honigstein book and uh, the, the, the... like number one priority when they asked the football player was like, "What do you think of training?" And it's like if they didn't say, oh, "I love training," or "I wet me bollocks off in training," or they said things like, "That's oh, alright, I don't train, but I give it all on the weekend." No, nah, you're all right. Not interested. Not interested. Hibs at Hibs, one thousand and one. Do you think even if and when we start to win things and we will have, well, we will have members of the squad that will be hated by some of the fan base? Yes, initially. Okay. I think as you're winning that trophy that season, there will be players who are still vilified almost. Mm-hmm. But once you've won the trophy, they become loved in a different way. Yeah. Like the like. No one, Jimmy Traore. Yes. No one would no ever one have him now. No one would ever have Jimmy Traore back ever, 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 ever in any fantasy team. Adrian, eh? no one remembers him fondly as a footballer. But no one harbours any ill feeling towards him anymore. And people fucking hated Jimmy Torre at the time. That's what happened. And people hated Igor Biscan. And they hated Milan Barros. Now they're just lovable fools who got Champions League medals, you know what I mean? All of these players, um, you're dead right on that. The only thing is, is that, again, it's this modern world and people feel like people communicate in misery. And when you've got nothing to talk about, Twitter is the is Twitter is like work. It's like when you shit, you, you go into do a, a, a mundane job with a random collection of people, and you just talk about the stuff that does your head in, and that's what it is. So inevitably, I think there will be. But you're right. I think it's it's maybe that after the fact, the players that are disliked on this side, they become they they gain a cult status 
once they're associated with big Trophies. things that happened. Like um, the only issue we might have is that the players might not actually be anywhere near our, our first 11s when we do win stuff, so they might be robbed of that opportunity to be be part of it. But yeah, who knows? Um, but yeah, basically, just I, I see people who asked about like Adam Lallana. <laughs> Adam Lallana's sound, right? Adam Lallana is an absolutely sound footballer. I, I, I think it's probably this notion of people forget what the word hate means. So there's a lot of people who will say they hate Adam Lallana when, no, we hate Man United. Think of hate as t- as 10 and then think of how much you feel about Adam Lallana and Adam Lallana. Any f- Some people feelings. might just not like him. Yeah, exactly. It might and be that's a zero fine. on the hate but scale. The point out, I actually wrote this down. You don't have to love or rate all of Liverpool's players, but if you feel like, if you use the word hate to describe a current Liverpool player... There's something wrong with you. Yeah? Sai disagrees. Sai's got a lot of hate in his heart. Unless it's Alberto Moreno. Um, great. We were taking more questions on the subscriber exclusive QA. We'll be filming that momentarily. Um, what things do we like now that never interested us in our younger days? Um, what would our dream Champions League run be? Um, someone wants. Um, advice for proposing to their missus. I won't say his name because this is the public one and I don't want him to get him in trouble uh, ahead of time. Um, what a, a, a crap squad number five aside team and a whole host of other things as well uh, so come to the redmentv.com if you like the, the dafter stuff that we do on the podcast there's loads more of that if you like the serious stuff that we do there's loads of that we've got every angle of football club covered on the redmentv.com it is free from month and our new website is sex go over there have a look around check it